0: When it comes to mental stimulus, this is especially true for high energy dogs who like to think, you know, your border collies, your your dogs who like to be mentally challenged. Some of the smaller breeds and German Shepherds, you know, lots of breeds, they love to be mentally challenged, mentally stimulated. So all of this command training is not just about getting your dog to be a good and obedient dog. A lot of it is about getting them to develop the the neural network patterns in their brains. Welcome to the Doggy Dan podcast show, helping you unleash the greatness within your dog. Hi there, welcome to another edition of Doggy Dan's Pop Dates. So this month we're having a look at what makes a happy dog. And one of the things that really does make a dog happy is exercise. And, you know, I'll show you my dogs here. They're, they're having a whale of a time doing some exercise now some of this may be really obvious to you but even if you just get a couple of amazing insights or tips or ideas it can change your dog's life so I'm going to start with some basic stuff and then hopefully give you a couple of ideas which will really help you provide that exercise and mental stimulation that dogs need to be really happy and relaxed so the first thing is you know we all know dogs love exercise they love walking but one of the things a lot of people don't grasp is how much mental stimulus is kind of how important that is for a dog. And what I mean by that is it's one thing to, which way I go? It's one thing to walk with your dog on a path down a street that is on a, on a lead. And that is exactly the same place they go every single day. Consistency, you know, yeah, consistency can be great and uh, patterns and, you know, dog knows where they're going. But that doesn't give the dog the same mental stimulation as if you take your dog to a completely new place that they've never been before and you let them run free and you let them sniff. You know, the mental stimulus that gives a dog is, is incredible. It's almost like, you know, imagine you walk the same walk every single day and that's kind of the only walk you do. I mean, you may walk your dog, but then you do something different. It's same as same for your dog. So there's one thing is that giving your dog variety on their walks taking them different places but the other thing when it comes to mental stimulus this is especially true for high energy dogs who like to think you know your border collies your your dogs who like to be mentally challenged some of the smaller breeds and german shepherds you know lots of breeds they love to be mentally challenged mentally stimulated so all of this command training is not just about getting your dog to be a good and obedient dog a lot of it is about getting them to develop the the, current, the neural network patterns in their brains. If you've ever thought about giving CBD oil a go for your dog, but you wanted to use a brand you could trust, then look no further than the brand I've put my name to, Angel Oil. Angel Oil uses the very best manufacturing processes and ingredients on the market, with every single batch checked to ensure it's of the highest quality. I've literally found the best product I could on the market and brought it to you. To see if CBD oil could help your dog, visit theonlinedogtrainer.com forward slash shop. And when you use the code podcast, you'll get 15% off my full range of angel oil CBD products. I mean, I can see it with my own son as he learns his timetable, times tables. You know, I can see him going through his seven times table, 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42. He's getting it. And, he's, and his brain is starting to make these links especially when you've got a young dog, one year old, two year old dog, so important that you start helping your dog to understand how they can learn, that you are helping them understand commands. So there's this command training aspect of it, but there's also this part of them which just tires them out. I can see with my son, when he's done 10 or 15 minutes maths, he's exhausted at the end of that, didn't take long. And he feels this sense of satisfaction, like he's done something with this huge brain, this powerful brain inside his head. He gets to do something with it. It's like, what is the point of it? Well, here's one thing you can do. With it. Same with your dog. So whether it's you kind of look on YouTube and find some really cool games that you can play with your dogs, or whether it's you take five minutes out to do some command training with your dog, sit down, stay, fetch, drop, roll, whatever it is. Some of that is functionally useful, the recall. Some of it's just a bit of fun, getting your dog to go and fetch a teddy and then fetch a stick and discover that there's a difference between the words stick and teddy and ball. And all just takes time. So fully recommend you, you vary your walks. You recognize that your dog loves that mental stimulus, whether it's through the scent of their nose because you've taken them to a new place, or you're using their brain to do command training, or... You know, even things like putting your dog in the car with the window down, there's a reason your dogs love that. And it's the mental stimulus of all the scents and smells going through the dog's nose. So just driving down the road, many, many dogs, especially if you wind the windows down, will absolutely love all those smells. You know, I've noticed my dogs don't even need to kind of have the, they don't even have to look out the window the whole time. As long as they can actually smell and the air is coming through the window, they're as happy as can be. Now, a couple of questions I get asked all the time when it comes to walking is, how long should I walk my dog for? Now, this is a very tricky question because it's like saying, how how far should I run or walk with my child? It depends. It depends how fit your child is. It depends if your child is like an athlete or more of a, you know, somebody who likes writing and sitting down and thinking. You know, if they're a born athlete and they're kind of 16 years old and they're, Fit as a fiddle and they're an athlete and they're running. they can run for hours. On the other hand, smaller child who's not an athlete is out of, is not as fit and out of practice. 10, 15 minute walk may be a long way. So it's the same with your pup or your dog. You know, anything from 15 minutes could be quite a long time, or an hour and a half to hour walk could be nothing for a dog who's a border collie and at the peak of their uh, fitness. Barking, pulling on the leash, not coming when called, dog aggression, jumping all over people. No matter what your dog issue is, theonlinedogtrainer.com has helped tens and tens of thousands of people just like you. Once you know how, it's easy to have the dog of your dreams. To find out more, visit theonlinedogtrainer.com forward slash shop to discover how to stop all those unwanted behaviors today. And to say thank you for listening, use the code podcast and you'll get 20% off. One of the best ways to test whether your dog is tired or not is to just sit down on a park bench or just sit down on the grass or wherever you are and see what your dog does. If your dog sits down with you, chances are they're a little bit tired. If your dog kind of carries on sniffing and running around, then there's your answer. They've still got loads of energy left. So it's interesting. We're coming up to a a pond up here and I'll film my dogs and we'll just have a look and see what they do. I'm sure they'll have a swim. question is, do they then lie down? Let's have a look. As I'm filming this, my dogs are swimming in a. It's actually very clean water, believe it or not. That's just uh, clay, clay water. it's called call it the grey, grey clay. Let's get a big shape. There you go. So, yeah, just two things. When you are with your dogs, keep checking in that you aren't in this frantic state of go, 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 go never stopping. Take five minutes to relax with your dog. Just be with your dog recognize the fact that your dog is not going to be with you forever. Take five minutes to connect with them. Look in their eyes. There you go. So, yeah, as I suspected, my dogs are still okay. They're not that tired. Still keen to wander around. Yeah, so that's not tired. Those dogs aren't exhausted and going, hey, can't walk any further. I can keep going. That's the best way to tell. Okay, a couple more things I wanted to share with you is one. One is to do with walking in the rain? Just be aware that not all dogs want to walk in the rain. You don't have to walk your dog every single day, unless you realize or you come to kind of recognize that the days you don't walk your dog, even if it's raining, that they tear up the house or they're absolutely uncontrollable. But a lot of dogs don't want to walk in the rain. They don't have to walk in the rain. So, you know, I see some dogs being dragged out in absolute thunderstorms because it's almost like the owners have been told by somebody they have to walk their dogs gauge your own dog it may be that your dog is quite happy to go hey it's raining i know my dogs when it's pouring with rain they kind of bunker down just like the wolves would do in the wild wolves would not go walking because they don't go walking they go hunting they don't go hunting when it's raining why because there's no prey out so there's this instinctive thing that the dogs because they're 99.98 the dna of a wolf they have the same thing going on it's like it's raining we don't We don't have to go walking, and my dogs get it. They look at me, they go, it's falling with rain. Let's just cancel it, cancel the walk. They calm down, they relax, they bunker down. I cover them with a blanket and they stay there all day. Very, very happy. The other thing though is to watch out for is starting to do two walks a day, thinking that you'll make your dog happy, but you actually make the dog fitter. Then you do three walks a day. I've done it where I walk my dogs three times a day because they were fit, young, healthy dogs. I got home from the third walk and they were like, are we going to do another one? You know, I'd start standing up in the evening and they'd be like, are we going again? So be aware that, you know, your dogs can run and walk and you can make them fitter and fitter, but it's not always the answer. So just balance it out, feel into what's really going on and recognize that every dog is different. Walking, stimulating your dogs, it's all important stuff, but you can overdo it as well. Alrighty, take care. That's another edition of Pup Dates. I hope that's been helpful in terms of walking your dog, stimulating your dog's brain. It's given you a few ideas and helped you understand what's really going on with your dog. That's it for another edition of the Doggy Dan Podcast Show. Please go to trainer.com forward slash podcasts to find the show notes and a lot more information on this topic. Thanks for listening. To keep the show rolling, the best way you can help out is to like, follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify and YouTube and wherever else you're listening to this. And if you want to get great snippets of dog training tips and tricks once a week, absolutely free, then sign up for my Pup Dates newsletter at the bottom of any page on theonlinedogtrainer.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. Take care and have a great day with your dog. been listening to another episode of the doggy dan podcast show bringing you one step closer to creating harmony with your dog